Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to episode six of the Off the Track podcast. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. Six and counting. Six and counting. Today we'll be talking about sports and only sports. So buckle up, because this is going to be a wild ride. Wild ride. (laughs) Stuff we like to talk about the most. I'm here for it. Yeah, I know a lot of y'all out there don't watch NASCAR. Uh, soccer, uh, well, Formula One. Uh, what else? Golf. Bowling. Bowling. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what NBA starting up? We got the Big Four coming yeah, up uh, next MLB week. Start before NBA. <clears throat> yeah, MLB starts Saturday. Yeah. Yankees Nats in ten days. <clears throat> Yankees Nats. Yankees going with the World Series. Oh, Jeez, before that starts. When y'all got T-Mobile? No. All right, so on T-Mobile, right, you download T-Mobile Tuesdays, you get the whole MLB TV uh, season for free. Oh, because you know what I'm about to be on. Turn sports. <coughs> yes, indeed. I mean, for, like, so long, I mean, you get back in March, you see everything canceled. Like, it's weird that we're almost hitting August, and, like, we finally get sports coming back. So weird. did you also did you see today that uh, the Astros were in a simulated game where they're in an exhibition and Altuve, Bregman, and Springer all got hit? I'm here for this. They were down like 14 to one, something like that. They're getting killed, but they still got hit. No, they won today. Yeah. Now I'm I'm all here for it. Yeah. They, they cheated to get that World Series. They gonna get punished by every pitcher. I'm here for it. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't get uh, they didn't pull a uh, New England when when the NFL uh dropped that bounty on New England. I'm surprised they didn't do the same thing with the Astros. They did pretty much. They like, did. They just they just didn't strip their title. That's what people. Yeah. We didn't care about that. People get suspended. We wanted. That's the people. conversation I kind of always have, especially going into like this NBA season in which. A lot of people are advocating for the asterisk next to the champion's name. Or like, for me, I don't think so because an asterisk to me only goes to a team whose circumstance was different than everybody else, which is the exact case with the Astros, in which like, yeah, yeah. Can, everybody knows that. But like, if you look at the NBA, every team has gone through the same thing. And granted, not every team is in Orlando, but they set that into effect into the teams that are possible of contention. Right. So. To me, like that doesn't. I agree with everybody else that are in Orlando saying, "Hell no, it doesn't deserve an asterisk. It rather deserves like an exclamation point." Which obviously, like, is a joke. It's the right? most level playing field they got had. Yeah, it's like the tournament. Yeah, it really is. Like the tournament. You got neutral sites. See what you can do. It's a tournament for the regular season. This we ain't even about to start the playoffs yet. They still got regular season to finish. So it's going to be like you, have, you don't have look, there's no distractions. Absolutely not. Like you may have something going on with your family outside the bubble that may distract somebody, but you have no distractions inside the bubble. It's all basketball and winning the championship. Yeah, especially now when they got the report <clears throat> like yesterday, zero people had it. Zero people got the virus. Like, that, that's that's on the campus right now. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, Russell just got back. Yeah, Zion and Montrezl Harrell left, and both of them yeah. showed up today. 
So, I mean, of them they may, but I mean, to be there to have like 370 people, I think they tested. They get tested every day. Monumental. So we'll we'll see. I think it's gonna be. It was either Dwight or Bell. They were like, we shouldn't. We don't even have to wear a mask no more. If everybody's negative, why we wearing a mask? God, like you, everybody complain about being stuck in that bubble. But if you look at all the the pictures and the videos that not only the people there are posting, but like ESPN's posting as well, I did not realize Walt Disney World had a freaking like a whole lake for them to fish on, a whole golf mm-hmm. course to play on. Mm-hmm. Like like Stephen Adams said, though it may seem cruddy to some people, like that's a very good situation to be in. And all you're doing is just playing ball. That's yeah. it. D-Row, you ran down at the, the Wild War Sports Complex, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you know how nice that complex is? Hey, that, that, that is a nice facility. That's a dream. I love running down there. It's, a, it's, it's real nice. But I didn't even know that they had uh, – I know because, you know, y'all be seeing, like, some of the NBA players be doing vlogs and put them on YouTube. Yeah. That resort is a lot bigger than what it is. Like, that resort they in is nice. Oh, yeah. But, like, at the Wild World Sports Complex, they they recently opened a new gymnastics building, which became an, what their third court they're using now. That, yeah. thing, that thing is huge. Yeah. thing is pristine condition. Like, you ain't got to go nowhere. You ain't got to drive nowhere. Everything's right there. That, All you doing is just playing ball. And you still get paid for it? Man, what? But... <laughs> I said this the other day. I was like, dang, they're at that lake where where that, that one kid got snagged by that alligator a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I was like, ooh. I was like, they better be careful. Nah, for real. Uh, I mean, a lot of the talk is whether, like, because what everybody has to go through within these last couple months, if a surprise team is, like, going to make that leap to make things difficult. I mean, you got everybody complaining now that the Lakers are without Rondo, so like a team like the Blazers is going to beat them. A team like the the Grizzlies are going to be able to crap. Like, I don't think to the effect of that. I think if you look at like a team like the Rockets or a team like the Raptors, a team like the Celtics, who everybody not really have slept on a little bit. Granted, they're two, three. Rockets are like a six seed. Like those are the teams I think are now giving it like a greater opportunity. Besides, obviously the big three: of Lakers, Clippers, and Bucks. But I mean, I'm excited for that. I mean, yeah, you, you it's, gonna go be a lot of, it's gonna be a lot of good basketball players. Dark horse out the East is the Heat. Well, I had them before all this started to happen, but the Heat. There's just something about that team. Yeah, before before the season ended, they was they was making a push. They, they was like a quiet team, but they was they was making a push. I just like, like that team. I think they have like the best home record, something like that. Yeah, yeah. they have one of the best defenses too. Yeah. Nasty. It's gonna be a lot of good, a lot of good games. I mean, all right. I mean, let's get kind of the big topics like we kind of want to talk about. I think first thing, first and foremost, we can shift to the NFL now, which. Snyder's team. Yeah. Snyder. That's what that's that's what I refer to him as. The Washington team. His team. team. Snyder's team. No, I mean that 
it's weird because the being how long they and not being the icon and logo for the team for me like i've always been i'm a favorite of like the classic team the teams that have been consistent throughout the years like the cowboys the packers the not even the eagles but you get even like in college as well michigan ohio state all those teams i'm a big fan of and that's why like the redskins team to me since they've been consistent throughout the entire time they've been there like it's gonna be an interesting change like that's one of the most iconic recognizable teams and logos so mm-hmm. and that's when you talk about like what they're going to change to for me i've always thought, well i mean depending on how they do the branding that they have i mean warriors is a cop-out like the washington warriors they get to keep a lot of the color keep a lot of the branding obviously obviously they need to get rid of the logo like that's yeah. awesome. for me knows that um I don't know. It's interesting to see what they're going to do with it. And, I mean, you're getting a lot of pressure on Dan Snyder right now. And all that. Accolades is going up. His Nike and his investors put enormous pressure on him. I was like, I didn't expect that to happen that soon. Because change the name talks have been going on what, forever. Yeah. Really in the past, what, three, four years? Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see. A lot of talk around here since I'm in the D.C. area. Um, People either want Red Hawks or Red Tails. Mm. Same colors, Red Hawks, Red Tails. It's either one or the other. And there's a lot of diehard. There's a lot of diehard fans. It's hard to let go. But I get it. It's a a very iconic logo team. Done a lot here. And the thing about it, like, it's weird because kind of the day that it happened, you on Twitter all the time. So you kind of get the feedback from everybody. And I, I kind of agree to which them changing this is going to be weird as well because obviously the first couple games, probably first season or two, you're still going to get the majority of people that are showing up in Redskins gear. Like, you're still yeah, going to be showing up. It's going to be like five years. Yeah. Going to wear it. Like, hail to the Redskins still going to be chanting at the games. Like, oh, absolutely. That's an mm-hmm. iconic song. Like, it's going to be an interesting transition. And... I mean, I think it was Peter King that was on, I think, Dan Patrick's show yesterday or today saying, which I agree with, like, Dan Snyder's in a position where he's got to go. He's, he's got to go. He, he's, he's, hold, he's holding on to that team. He's been holding on to that team. He's been holding on to that team for years. And it's, I don't know, he, he he's trying to, he's trying to, He's showing his son the ropes of the, the organization, so he's trying to keep it inside the family. But he's just not running it right. But he's been yeah. he's been owning the the, the team since 2000, 99, 2000. Mm-hmm. and it's just not good. He has one he's he has one of the worst stadiums in in the league. I've been to three games there. That stadium was horrible. Yeah, it just shows you. I mean, it's not even in D.C. It's like, it's like 15 minutes from the old stadium. 15, 20 minutes from the old stadium. But it's like the stadium is so basic. The last big renovation is when they took, they took seats out because it was originally like 92,000. 
and they shrunk it down to like 70, and they shrunk it again to like 68. Yeah, it's just so they need new management. They already, they're already talking. They've been talking about moving, moving and finding a new location for a new stadium. Like, we need to win some games. Like, find, find, find good management, find a good president, and win some games. That's why I'm glad Ron Rivera's there because he's yeah. like Ron. Yeah. He's very good. Well, I think with that, I think, I think with that, you know, like it, like you say, he's been there since you know '99-2000. So times have changed, but I feel like, you know, this could be a new opportunity to get some people color in higher positions or. Uh, Asians or, you know, other different types of people that don't normally get those types of jobs. So, yeah, like I said, what he's doing, I mean, it's obvious he need to go. Uh, they're not winning no games, number one. The culture over there, from what I've been hearing, since, I don't know, for years, the culture has been very different from the rest of the NFL teams. So I think I think it would be a great opportunity if we get, you know, some new faces in. People of minorities start getting to these positions of power. That's what I'm looking for. The interesting thing about that is um, because it's Dan Snyder and it's the owner, there's not much that the NFL can do in terms of that. Like, it's that's the problem with Dan Snyder and him being an owner is that it's solely his team. Yeah. Um, granted, the NFL, they get the – board of owners i forgot what the actual group is called um but so when you talk about the i mean everybody knows that the report and the post that was put out by the washington post just this last weekend um talking about the 15 women who have come out of the culture of sexual harassment abuse with the organization kind of like we talked about before this kind of started in which most of the people that are accusing that are gone and when you look at kind of the people and what you're um, insinuating and uh, wanting right now and hiring people of color. The problem is a lot of people have already filled those positions because you look at what's talked about it, the executive um, vice president and Bruce Allen, that's now gone. That position's, I believe, already been filled or they completely vacated the position. They already hired a new head coach. So like pretty much Dan Snyder now. When you look at what is going on in a similar fashion or what has gone on in a similar fashion. You can look at what happened to the Mavericks a couple years ago with the And so Mark Cuban, who is a real one, (laughs) Mark Cuban, when his team was being accused of the manner of which was almost similar to what the Redskins are getting accused of right now, Mark Cuban, first and foremost, I believe, made a woman a CEO of the the team, I want to say. So... That's kind of the difference between Dan Snyder and a lot of every and Mark Cuban, a lot of everybody else, is it's going to be interesting to see what Dan Snyder does. I mean, a lot of people want him out, which, I mean, personal bias, yeah, you kind of got to go. But um, a lot of stuff that's already been done with the team is not within the NFL's control, which is interesting, which I believe we can kind of go into. I mean, you guys have any other thoughts as well? These instances have been going on since 2002, right? It's been since he's been like that, right? Since he's been there. It's been right, 20 years. Yeah. 
He's just letting it happen. Then. Yeah. He's already come. All right, you're fired. He's not fixing the culture. Yeah. Within his organization, and he's like hands on with the organization. It's not like he's like I don't know some of these other owners who who are like business men and women who just owns the thing. He actually he runs it. He's yeah. he's at practices. He's in like the meetings and stuff. He's at every game on the sideline. So I think I think it's time for a new owner. A lot of people in the D.C. area thinks it's time for a new owner. Well, they've been thought that for years. And it's it's embarrassing for them. I'm glad I'm not a Schneider's team fan. Because just up the road, less than an hour up the road, is the, the Baltimore Ravens, one of the best run franchises in football right now. Yeah. And like, come on, now. y'all stadiums in the same state. They're winning, selling out their stadiums, while you're down the road having issues. Sell your stadium. Your tickets are thirty dollars. Towards the end of the season, they're on Sunday night football with the MVP quarterback. And you're a one o'clock game, $30 tickets, you can't sell out. I mean, yeah, the last time that I think I recall the Redskins in the playoffs was what, 2014, 2015, with Kirk Cousins when they got slapped by the, the Packers in the wild card game. That's the last time I think I was. I mean, you got the year or two before with RG3, but I mean, he. 2020. Yeah, they. I still to this day think the the organization did him dirty. No, Jay Gruden never wanted him. No, before that, remember how he, they he was, rushed him back on the field? Oh yeah, because Jay Gruden was forced to draft him. Jay Gruden never wanted him. But hold on, he 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 didn't draft. Uh, what's his name was there before uh, Gruden? Mike uh Mike Man. Mike Shanahan, that's the name. Yeah, he was there. But Jake Gruden, I think, was. I think it was two years later. Wasn't he the coordinator? He was on. I think he. I'm pretty sure he was. No, he was in Cincinnati. Yeah, Yeah. like he was in Cincinnati. Yeah, he was the uh, coordinator of Cincinnati. And then two years later, he took. Yeah. Yeah, it went Kyle, and then, well, under Jake Gruden, went Kyle McVay and Lafleur were all there at the same time. There at the same time, you let them all go away. Bye. How you do that? <laughs> That's remarkable. I mean, it kind of we can easily transition this. And one of the topics that I wanted to bring up as well is going on when you kind of look at it every off season is the representation of coaches and GMs within the NFL. Um, like you kind of talked about when you want Dan Snyder to kind of fill the role with people of color. That's kind of a problem in the NFL. I mean well aware yeah. and within the entire NFL, all 32 teams, three black coaches, two black DMs, and, I mean, owners you can't really control. So, to me, though, when it comes to that, because a lot of the big argument right now is surfacing this last offseason with Eric Bieniemy and um, Robert Salah not getting jobs, to me, it's a weird situation with coordinators getting jobs or anybody getting jobs in the NFL. Like, well, first I want kind of like want to hear your guys' opinions on that. The enemy not getting a job is outrageous to me. Yeah. That was absolutely outrageous. But I don't know. But I always feel like it's like 
inside stuff that they're doing. Yeah. You know, to keep certain people out. Because they know they're going to come in, they're going to change the culture, like, automatically. And I just feel like these owners just don't, they don't want no change. Because the majority the they same way. are run by old white men. Yeah. <laughs> they want to keep the same. They don't want none to change. They don't want, you know, they don't want to change. They'll make adjustments. That, that's what it really is. Because it's like, ain't, ain't no way they shouldn't have jobs. Yeah. The thing about it, though, especially when it comes to coaches getting hired, it's it's different than a lot of professions, I think, when it's obvious that you can see when we talk about systemic, like hiring people, white people over the people of color in a lot of corporations, kind of like we talked about. It's different than the NFL, I think, though, because the NFL, like, the first and utmost priority is you got to win games, like we talked about when talking about the Redskins. So how much do you attribute them not being hired based on the color of the skin more so than them being better at coordinators rather than head coaches? Well, I don't like when they they'll hire a minority coach and give them a very short time span. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think every every new head coach should get at least three to four years to see what they can do. Like Belichick with the Browns, he didn't start winning until year like three or four. Yeah, but he was there. Yeah, like he got beat up as a coordinator. Now you saying if you don't win, if you're not winning midway through your second season, you're on the hot seat. You yeah. Hot. Who was the? It was the Arizona coach. It was Steve Wilkes, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got axed after one season. Yeah, that was terrible. So here's the thing that I picked up from. When you look at these, same for college too, when you look at these, you know, head coaches and you look at the GMs and you look at the owners, there's one thing that's very similar between multiple teams is that it's a family tree, whether they by blood or they from a close friend. So that that's that's the major reason why you know they bring in you know a minority they bring in somebody else and they give them um, a one year and say he go eight and eight Mr. Playoffs he gone. But prime example, um, God Douglas, what's his name? Uh, I call him the uh, hand clap coach. He, he was at the Cowboys. Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. So Jason Garrett played for the people that don't know. Jason Garrett was the head coach for the Cowboys. He played for the Cowboys back in, I, I can't remember, was it like the, the 90s or 80s or whatever? Yeah, he, was, he was a quarterback? Yeah. So you, you look you look at his profile. You look at his resume. He said he, he stayed as a Cowboys coach for how long? Like 19 years. Without, went to the playoffs. Ain't eight half of those years? Yeah, ain't eight. Barely missed the playoffs. Or they get to the playoffs. They either lose in the first round. Or losing they'll first. have they go like recently they go thirteen and three and lose. Well, you look at a black head coach like Hugh Jackson, for example. He was with the Browns. What he was a coordinator, then he was the head coach. It takes time to. Did he get fired after in after, middle year two? Yeah, he, he got fired in the middle of the year. Yeah. That's, and the thing, the thing with that is, it's like, one, 
black man, oh, you need you need to go to Subo. If you don't, you're done. Whereas when they bring in their relative, they can just do whatever and they stay there for they overdo they stay. So that's that's really the main thing I, I been observing. It's like how he stayed there for ten years and he went five and ten, eight and eight, and just coach, you brought him in. You already know you had a bad team from the jump. So you, in your mind, if you was a smart person, it's going to take two to three years just to get, you know, some draft picks, going free agent, just to change the culture. But it'd be the middle of their second year, they out the door. The only, the only thing about that is I, I don't think Hugh Jackson was the best example to kind of throw in there. Um, because Hugh Jackson, I mean, he did have a win this season. He did have the next year in which he got fired because he started to Rod Taylor over Baker Mayfield, which Baker Mayfield had a promising rookie. We'll, rega- we'll disregard year two. Um, yeah. look, okay, look at what Baker did to Freddie Kitchens. So, um, huh? I think that the prime example of that, however, is when we talk about Steve Wilkes with the Arizona Cardinals. That was so foul. That yeah. was foul because, I mean, yes, it was a year. He, has it, one, he, he had one of the worst rosters in football. Yeah, no offensive line. You no probably offensive you had he had Chandler Jones. That's it. Rookie player Fitzgerald, and he a defensive-minded coach. Yeah, no back. You had Patrick, Patrick Peterson. That's it. You only had a handful of people. Which I think Josh Rosen. I have my opinion on Josh Rosen. I think he's fine. He's just been given terrible situations. But yeah, I mean, but that that's kind of the situation when we talk about the Arizona Cardinals. It's also juxtaposed with the idea and one of the I think I saw Stephen A arguing it as well in which you look at the enemy and Robert Salat this year not getting hired but the year before you look at Cliff Kingsbury getting hired I mean we all know Cliff Kingsbury getting offensive coordinator job at SC and then after a week yep. took but, that money took that money around <laughs> yep. the problem with it though is you look at Cliff Kingsbury and I th- this is where I kind of talk about the NFL being a little different is Stephen A when I was watching it, was arguing that there should be no who had a lot of didn't have a lot of success in football, got a job in the NFL rather than like Eric Bieniem. However, when I look at it, you look at a lot of teams because very big copycat league. It's a very big yeah. win-oriented league in which everybody looked at McVeigh, everybody looked at the young coaches having success right now, and. They wanted that in Cliff Kingsbury, and they paired him with his perfect centerpiece in Kyler Murray right from the get-go. So that's a difference, and I think the difference of opportunities. They set Kingsbury up for success because that's why he was brought in. Mm-hmm. I think Wilkes, Steve Wilkes was... They just threw him in a fire. Um, but... That's funny about that? What? Even though, like... Uh... Kingsbury, his his offense, his the West Coast offense he runs pass first. His division is now all run first and heavy defense oriented teams. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he got he has to talk passes up to and like if he finishes last in that division, people will be talking. Because he's like, you got Kyle Murray, Murray, you got pieces in the draft. You just got Hopkins. Yeah, Hopkins. The thing with it, though, is 
like they brought in Cliff Kingsbury with the set in mind that this was the when we talked about a culture change that they wanted or the offensive that they now wanted, a new offense. I mean, you look at what was said in college, how Cliff Kingsbury talked about Kyler Murray. He is the best person that could ever run his offense. Like, that's why he was drafted number one, even though Kyler Murray probably wasn't the best player in that draft. Like, it's that's where you kind of talk about when you talk about opportunity and the difference between him getting hired and the enemy not getting hired. Like, you look at with the enemy, with who's with Kansas City right now, like, how much do you think his success, because Eric Bieniemy is a great offensive coordinator. Hell, they won the Super Bowl and they've been the top offense for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. How much of his success, though, can you also attribute to Andy Reid? Like, that's the thing, though. And I think that's also different when you look at Robert Salah, who are the two that I'm singling out primarily because those are the big names that didn't get the jobs. Um, when you look at Robert Salah as well, for him, like his yeah. defense was great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. He had a great defense. But he's almost like the Calipari. I'll say John Calipari in college basketball. A similar comparison to him where, I mean, look how John Calipari did in the NBA. He, his coaching style does not really fit as like a head coach. You know what I'm saying? Like an enthusiastic, um, crazy <laughs> yelling all the time. Oh, look at Mike Vrabel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, a slightly above average team. Hey, Titans are. <laughs> yeah, look at Mike Vrabel. Yeah. Look at Pete Carroll. Look, look how they changed their program. Pete Carroll. Yeah, I mean, the difference between Pete Carroll and Mike Vrabel, I mean, Pete Carroll's won everywhere he's gone. <laughs> Pretty much. Rabel winning? Yeah. Pete Carroll took... See, this 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 one thing I like about Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll will go in the draft, and he actually looks for his needs. He actually looks at talent, not just yeah what they do. And it's like every year you find somebody new. Oh, who's this guy putting up numbers? Well, that's stemming from his college days. That, that's why his success was so quick in the NFL is because his first draft he nailed because it was guys that saw playing college. He knew who he wanted. But back on the enemy real quick, he's going to get a head coach's job right after this year. He'll get one. And I'm going to put oh, yeah. somebody, somebody's going to get fired. I'm going to say two places. Either Arizona, three places. Either Denver or Jacksonville? I'll I'll give my own two places. I don't I don't think Arizona because I think they got a lot invested in Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. Um, I'll say either Jacksonville or Cincinnati. Zach Taylor's still the head coach? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that division is going to be something special. Yeah, that's... AFC North ain't no joke. NFL is so loaded right now. I just can't wait. It's coming. I mean, hopefully, hopefully it's coming up. Can't just say flat out it's coming up. The way, to be honest, I've, I've been telling people this, like, okay, everybody know the NFL, football in general, is a contact sport. I'm hearing, you know, reports that, oh, they're going to 
fight down the shoulder pads. They're going to do this and that. But I'm like... What are you going to do? Wipe down? We going to wipe everybody down in between plays? But I'm like, don't... Don't this guy got to tackle the ball carry? Like, I'm really trying to process how they're going to make this safe for the players. And it's the most physical sport of all the sports. Yeah. I, I just I just don't I just don't see it. I think this NFL season, whoever wins the Super Bowl will have an asterisk on it. Yeah. yeah there's a high there's a likelihood. There's a good chance there's a good chunk of players who are out of that game because of COVID. Yeah. And I feel like some top players not not gonna suit up this year because of it. I'm with it. Look at A B. Well he he different, but yeah, A B is not the best example of that. <laughs> 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 I mean, but but I get your I get your point. I get your point. <laughs> a terrible example. Yeah, we, we uh, both have some. Yeah, let, let's change to another topic as well. Um, Colin Kaepernick. I mean, everybody knows who Colin Kaepernick is. Household name now. It's been more five years since he first knelt. I think it was 2016. Um, yeah. My opinion on Colin Kaepernick right now is. For me, if I were Colin Kaepernick, I would not want a job right now solely because I think if anybody were to sign him, it'd be an act of tokenship. Yeah. Just if they sign Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Did you see? I, I agree with him. It was like last month he signed a deal with Disney. Yeah. And he got that Netflix documentary coming out. I'm like, this dude is sick. Hey, he's working. He, he's working. He's working. It, and he's part in his Nike deal. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, if if I was calling, I, yeah, I want I want to suit up. Yeah, I want to suit up because in my mind they already not gonna give them advantage. Everybody know if you if you a football fan, if you know the game of football, everybody know Colin Kaepernick was that guy yeah. before you know they benched him. It was Lamar who could throw, but Back. and taller, and taller. Colin Kaepernick was that guy. Yeah. <laughs> He he's that guy, so it's not like close thing to Mike Vick, and he threw better than Vick. Yeah, so it's not that. Oh, uh, they, like when he was trying to come back, I feel like teams wasn't wasn't pushing. Even now, teams pushing out because they finally opened their eyes to what was the reason why he kneeled. Which I, which I think is stupid because he told like, you from the jump why he kneeled. I I like the excuse like well. Well, they even make the excuse like this for like camp. Now they're like, well, yeah. In the draft, we're gonna have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. I'm like, okay, is that a guarantee? Are they even gonna come out this year? Do they want to play one more year in college? I'm like, they even want to play for your team? Are they gonna play for your team? Are you gonna even get your hands on them? You don't know how good they're gonna be in the pros. Yeah, it's just like with the Colin situation, Cam situation, it's like these people who are in power are so naive to the fact to whatever they want to believe in. It's like at the end of the day, football is football. They can play. They showed you they can play. You got an MVP and you got a guy that took a team to the Super Bowl. Put up both put both put up both would went to the Super Bowl, put up numbers. So I just feel like it's it's, it's not it's not football related why Cam 
Danny created a job to a couple weeks ago, or Colin, they finally reaching out to Colin, like, hey, uh, we really interested. It, it, not, none of this is about football, football. Man. The and same I feel thing like, happened to um, T.O. and Ocho Cinco. Yeah. They could they could have still played, but nobody wanted them because they were a, a distraction. Like, come on now. The thing about, I mean, I think Colin's situation is obviously different than Cam's. We'll talk about Cam real quick. I think, yes, it's, I don't think it's quickly neglected or avoided that he definitely was an MVP. I think it was five years ago now, 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about it is, well, he got the money that he did because, A, he was released. The problem was also he was released at a time in which everybody, I believe, had already filled their spots. Yeah, they, the ramp, uh, the, I say ramps. The Panthers held on to him a little longer. Yeah. The Panthers tried to blackball him. That was there. Well, it's the reason he got the money he has as well is because Cam has has had a messed up shoulder, a messed up foot that sidelined him for two and a half seasons now. Yeah, one full season. One full season, but he played. He played the previous season when they made the playoffs and lost to the Saints. Yeah, Yeah. that's the year I think he messed up his shoulder and just got worse. He he played that whole season with the messed up shoulder. Yeah, so that's. While I think it's definitely his character and his um, flamboyant demeanor is very noticeable and can, is a very big factor, and they don't want the distraction in the locker room, like the manner of Ocho Cinco and, um, and Tio. It's also I think the injuries have a very big part in that, and which I think is different than Colin Kaepernick. Is like what I talked about, him being signed right now. I think solely would be an act of tokenship, simply because. People would say they signed Colin Kaepernick to sign Colin Kaepernick rather than saying we signed Colin Kaepernick because he's a great quarterback. Yeah, because if they wanted to sign him, they should have signed him two years ago when they was having all these quarterbacks going down and they pick up a couch potato to be their quarterback. No, the funny thing is people say, oh, he could have signed with Denver. I'm like, no, he couldn't. They didn't offer nothing. Yeah. I remember when all the reports are going on. They're like, oh, Denver offered him this. Like, no, they didn't. Denver no. never offered anything. No, the, no, no, no team. Especially recently when you got every coach saying, oh, we advocated to sign him. Oh, we really wanted to sign him. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah. Like, you because, got Carroll like a month or two ago saying that. No, you didn't. Yeah, because every coach go, goes into that. Y'all know, that goes into that room. They look at the free agents. They're like, all right, we got this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Who we want? I'm pretty sure Colin Kaepernick was on their list. Colin Kaepernick? Nah. Let's get somebody else. I'm pretty it's sure a, he was on their list. Maybe signing backers who are like a fifty like a fifty or forty overall mad <laughs> over Kaepernick. What are you doing? What yeah. I'm saying, but it's like what Colin Kaepernick Colin Kaepernick did should not have affected his career. Not did he do anything illegal? No. Did he do anything that was outside of themselves, or did he disrespect anybody? No, because he told y'all why he, why he was doing what he was doing. It's gonna be interesting to see all the people that kneel this season, and I want to see the owners' reaction because it's not like what well, they gonna fire him. That'll be a few owners ain't gonna like it. Well, I know that for but they're going to kneel. They're going to kneel for every game. And what? Oh, yeah. There's a San Francisco Giants 
what their summer camp game yesterday, where like uh-huh. their their manager kneeled and like uh, several of their players they kneeled. I'm like, whoa, this is this is on on to baseball. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, in the NFL, I don't. I think the most important thing to watch out would not be the owner's reaction, be the NFL total reaction. It's oh, Roger. Roger, it's going to be viewership. It's going to be like everybody's reaction. I think it's going to, it's going to be interesting to see. It's yeah, all, now, well, I think NASCAR proved that the viewership would not go down. Yeah. I think that they proved that because their viewership went up. I've heard opposite. Hmm? I've heard opposite, though. I've heard NASCAR's viewership is like way down. No, it's up. They, 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 they wasn't going nowhere. Yeah, it may be down for about two or three days. <laughs> but yeah, nah, they ain't going nowhere. But I think now, for like the first time in a very long while, these NFL players have the power in their hands to take, if this season comes, to take this season, they could just, they could do whatever with it. And they can't be touched. They won't be touched. So I'm, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of people kneeling. It's, I'm going to, I'm gonna go off to say it's gonna be some things that these players gonna come up with that's gonna be. There's gonna be a whole. There will be whole teams in there. Yeah, I think. And I feel like it's gonna be more more than them. It's gonna be you know, uh, the gloves, the things that they wear and stuff like that. It's it's gonna be a lot of stuff, and I, it won't just be you well, know, the black athletes doing. They'll get fine for that. It's gonna be. I mean. The biggest thing to see about is how it's going to go about in the NBA because they're going to use that first and foremost as a guideline. Like, the court. Yeah. I mean, you see what the NBA is doing with them allowing to wear the messages on the back of their jersey. So if they're doing that, granted, Adam Silver is way more of a player's commissioner. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see it. Oh, let's talk about those messages. Yeah. So those, those lists of messages. What in the world was that? Yeah. That was horrible. Yeah, I mean, look, y'all I, seen? Uh, you know, no, you know when the NFL they do their what is it like the care week or where where people customize their cleats? Yeah, my cause. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't get why they could have just asked players to submit what they would want on the back of their jersey and just approve it. Now you know LeBron. Yeah, why that could have happened. I, I saw what LeBron said. You know how they declined his his uh his thing. What did he say? Nah, I, you know, whatever name that you uh that you want to back a judge, you got to get it approved, and they declined it. This was, he they, must have had. They declined. LeBron yeah. from the very beginning just wanted James on the back of his jersey because he. What's your sources, D. Rob? Nah, I heard, I heard that he uh he got his thing declined. What's your sources? Well, I send it to y'all after this. <laughs> For me, I heard that LeBron wanted – I mean, he said that he wanted James on the back of the jersey because he feels like his name being there or, like, his name being on the back of his jersey doesn't deter from his involvement in this. Yeah, because LeBron's a different type of player. Like, having, a, having a name on his jersey, that, nah, that, that's, that's – he he up there. The I leader of Orlando, LeBron's in Orlando. <laughs> Just <laughs> that. <laughs> I really like what Jimmy Butler did. He took his name off to represent the, mm. the to be the voice of the voiceless, the ones who whose names are getting degraded and be like, 
be a symbol for the, for like an inner city kid or any kid out there who's just hooping. Yeah. He hope. That's what I like. Yeah, I mean, them, the approved messages, like, I get the NBA's efforts because they can't go extremely radical with it. I mean, you got John Morant standing, like, F to 12 on, on his jersey. <laughs> hey. Man, that would be fun. Hey, you should have got that approved. Getting it as your message being equality, like, come on. That's basic, yeah. But then again, I think, oh, crap. Yeah, now thinking about it, is it may have been a decision from Disney itself. Most likely, yeah. Since a lot of the games could be on there. And the NBA Finals could be on ABC. Yeah. Because say, say the NBA Finals could be on TNT. That Turner organization don't would probably approve all of that. Yeah. They, they're a little bit edgy. Yeah. Inside the NBA. The things that they be saying. Look at that. No, but having, having the names on the back of Jersey, I mean, it's it's cool. But you're starting to see these athletes be like, well, it ain't enough. Yeah. What? What? What else? Like, it's just, it's just something on, on my jersey. Like, what else? So I'm glad that they, you know, realizing that, like, this little thing that they're doing is it's, it's really nothing. They what? I forgot what was just reported, but like, they're adding. They're not adding a list of messages, but. Oh, they're partnering with Russell Westbrook's T-shirt brand and getting better messages for them to wear. Oh, wow. I, yeah. I think that's what. That would be good. The NBA partnering with Russell Westbrook's T-shirt brand to get different and more messages than what's going to go on their jerseys. I think that's what it is. Okay. Um, which, yeah, Russell, everybody knows Russell Westbrook's a rare one, but <laughs> like that, that makes more sense than having yeah. a money on your jersey. Yeah, and all the names gonna go through his his brand, not not Disney. It's not gonna go through Disney, but it's also it's dependent on whether or not they can wear it on the court. Like, it's they won't allow they won't allow. Them yeah, yeah. I don't think they will. Well, maybe for the TNT games. I don't know. ESPN they want to be politically correct all the time, but it's not their fault. It's Disney. For the kids, yeah, it's you know, bitty two shoes. No, but no, it'll it, it be that would be dope if they, you know, able to branch out to some like Russell and his brand be able to, you know, take it over. But yeah, you remember when a lot of them were saying they're afraid of going to the bubble because they they think. That their voice is going to be silent. Yeah, they they were afraid to go to the bubble because oh, yeah, the start was going to silence the movement a little bit. Which I think it happens because ain't ain't no one in there saying anything. Yeah, I, I've been seeing people vlogging and stuff. Yeah, they're vlogging. That's I want to say that's entirely true because you got everybody. I think it's Marcus Smart. I think it's Tobias Harris. I think it's I don't think it's Damian Lillard, but. There's people in their interviews who don't respond. Yeah. They only respond to, like, in reference to Breonna Taylor. And I think a, they had a group call with Breonna Taylor's mother recently. 
um, a lot of players did. So I think there's a larger effort. I mean, the biggest voice that you heard in that concern was Kyrie Irving, which is also ironic because Kyrie Irving wasn't even going to Orlando. And Dane. Yeah. Dane was Dane was pretty vocal about it, but now I haven't heard nothing from him. So I'm like, dude, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, it. I don't think that I, – I do get the idea of the NBA coming back, silencing that a little bit, which – it's weird because the NBA going back because of the magnitude that it hasn't been being played since March kind of in effect would do that to a lot of people who have been anticipating it. Um, I don't think that's what its intent was though. And I think it's up to the players, which they're giving them some form of a larger platform to be able to be more advocating in it. So like I said, it's going to be interesting to see that balance now. I think what preseason starts tomorrow. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the first games are July thirty first. So I think the yeah, that's next what July thirty first next week. It's next Friday or July thirty. Thirty one days in this month. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be I am. July thirty first. I can't wait. I don't remember being the very first day in July. <laughs> Ooh we. Yeah, I can't I can't I can't wait to start see how it looks. See how it goes. The outlook of it. As far as as far as NFL in May season. Who knows? I'm just glad people are getting paid now. Yeah. Because that cap is going to fall. Oh yes. 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 Oh it will. Oh it will. I think that's what Derek Henry realized. He's like, oh. I need, I need to get paid. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he got his money, right? Yeah. yeah. But Derrick Henry also realized that, I mean, Derrick Henry is a fantastic running back, but his skill set, I mean, can't catch. He can't. Like, it's, he's a power running back, which is very not common in the NFL now, and which is why he's pretty dominant down the stretch. Throw him the screen. Yeah. I mean, it. so, like, he's not going to get the – McCaffrey got a lot more than that. I'm quite yeah. Big. He could do a he lot got, more things, yeah. Yeah, but it's also they, especially with the Titans, like they had to be careful in which they already signed Tannehill, they already signed Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah. They shouldn't have signed Tannehill, to be honest. You could easily replace that. You can't replace Derrick Henry. Yeah, speaking of uh, contracts, 50 mil. Hold on. You need some light. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, take a timeout real quick. <laughs> Wait, for John to get some light. Say, there we go. And ah. can we roll with it? Unedited, uncut, uncensored. Even though we <laughs> this don't be, here. <laughs> this will be on bloopers. This happened when we were talking about blocks. Yeah. Wait. Y'all both cut on y'all light at the same time. Man, that cap been a drop. Dak ain't finna get no money. Dak playing the Kirk Cousins route. He gonna get tagged again next year. Ah. He, gonna get, he, he gonna get tagged to to say he want he want out. That's like direct under light. We good with that? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. All right, cool.
three, two, one. All right. <laughs> Sorry for that quick pause. I had to get out of the change my view a little bit. But uh, speaking of contracts, Patty Mahomes though. Yeah, he deserves every penny. I love him. He, he, he deserves. Hey, in, that injury uh guaranteed money. I'm here for it. Hey. Yeah, I'm here for it. I mean, it, it's going to be interesting seeing that the salary cap, like we kind of talked about, uh, it's implied or kind of we're not optimistic that it's definitely not going to rise. And turn is probably going to fall. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Granted, a lot of it's roster bonus. It's not actual salary. I think he probably, I think he probably gets like a percentage. Yeah. He gets, I, think, I think he does. Um, it's like every two years or something like that. That's two years. Yeah, it's something like in 2027 he's slated to get like 60 million off the rip, which is yeah. His um, injury reserve is a I want to say 145. I think I'm not sure. It's 120. It's always oh, 120. Oh, yeah. when uh, I was too high. That's that's lovely. His his money becomes guaranteed just to make the team. Yeah. After year two, oh, yeah. All that guaranteed. Uh, it's it's also, like, set up to which they have to, like, guarantee the contract for the next year, like, every year. They, like, have to opt for that, which it's – I don't know, like, the exact terms of that, and I don't know how exactly that details. That's kind of what I read, which they're going to pick it up because it's tiny. Um, yeah. Which, Let's go. Who started – I think once – that deal went was set in stone. The Ravens, the Texans, and the Cowboys were like crap. Tomorrow up next. Oh man, Anderson. But they we gotta pay him. We gotta pay these quarterbacks now. I say Lamar. I say Lamar would give at the rate he's going right now. If he went to a Super Bowl or they they stay on on that route. Lamar wins the Super Bowl. You gotta pay him five hundred mil too. You gotta pay. You gotta pay him. That that's one of a kind. If Deshaun win the MVP, I think he's going MVP. Deshaun Watson will win the MVP this year. I'm putting that out there right now. Ooh, that's bold. Okay. Right. Hey, what 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 what? what all, who he have? Just Fuller? It don't matter. And Brandon Cooks. That it don't matter. He won, Cooks. he won a national championship with um old dude um what's his name? He won it with Mike Williams. Mike, oh, hey, he the two receiver right now. He won it with um. Uh, and the tight end was a dog too. Hold on, hold on. He had Mike huh? Williams. And yeah. he had a front seven. Come and on. And he now. had T. Higgins. T. Higgins was a freshman. He was a freshman. <laughs> hey, and, and he had a defense. Come on now, a front seven. Okay, and Alabama had Jalen Hurts. He couldn't <laughs> throw. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but Lamar, I say that would be the closest to get to uh, Patrick Tone as far as money wise. I say Deshaun Watson. You think it's Sean? You think you you think that oh, uh, buddy boy gonna give him that money though? Cause he already been a little, you know. Little. Either getting that money or getting up out of there. You think, I, I'm, I still don't know why they got rid of Hopkins. I, I just <laughs> no, Hopkins. Hopkins was. He hated Bill O'Brien. He he was. Oh yeah. He Hold hated on. Bill O'Brien, and he was. He was going to ask for uh, a raise, a new which contract. he deserves. Yeah, no doubt. But he was going to ask for like twenty million dollars. 
$20 million plus a year. So, I, I don't know. He got him out of there to avoid that. I think it was more of a relationship. Is that, too. They didn't yeah. like the only thing about it, though, is, I mean, big if in all this, keep in mind, Patty Mahomes won an MVP his first year, should have been in a Super Bowl that first year, and won in a Super Bowl his next year with a Super Bowl MVP. So a lot of it comes on whether or not Deshaun or Lamar or, I mean, Russ already got paid, but Dak, if they can win a Super Bowl, as quickly as Dak ain't getting paid right now. Getting paid. Dak has one playoff win. You know who else has one playoff win? Marcus Mariota, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing with them is, I mean, we'll, we'll see how Dak do with uh, Mike McCartney, but a lot them two, they're not really in the well between them two. Dak is in a better position now because you got Cooper, you got uh, you got CD. Well, you got Cooper when he shows up. Yeah. Hey, he shows up at home. Still got Zeke. Even though your your line been banged up, you still you know got a productive line. That, but yes, yeah, that but but with all that, that can't they not gonna pay that. I they, think they just not. I think the Cowboys will be good this year. That's why. I think the Cowboys are a team you don't want to play this year, rather. Oh, you don't. You do. No, I don't the definition good. I mean, I don't think they're going to be Ravens good. I don't think they're going to be Chiefs good. They're just going to be a team that you don't want to play. I but think the Ravens are going to take a next step. The Ravens already went 14-2. and two. <laughs> Like, they already – To the Super Bowl? Their next step is just going to be Super Bowl. That's the only next step there is. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but y'all think if my homes don't get another Super Bowl, you think that money was a waste? If he does or doesn't. Doesn't. Well, he's going to get another Super Bowl, so I'm going to throw that out the window right now. Yeah, well, it's also that money is also not a waste because he's already won a Super Bowl. Not A lot of people would pay that just to win a Super Bowl. If his, if his career goes down, if his career plays out like Aaron Rodgers, I'll be surprised. I'd, yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. But also, I think the Chiefs are more capable of surrounding them with talent than and they're young. And they're young. You think about it. Mahomes' first couple of years as a starting quarterback and Aaron Rodgers' first couple of years as a starting quarterback. It's the same. It's the same, but at the same time, they the Chiefs are notorious in surrounding them with talent, though. Yeah. That's attractive. Yeah, he's in a better position. Like we, said, like we said before, they almost drafted Henry Ruggs just because. Dude, so like that, that AFC West, the receivers, oh my goodness. All they got to do is like Travis Kelsey. I mean, the tight end, having a great tight end is, I think, very monumental. Oh, yeah. He's up next to get paid. The nah, great show on turn part two. Bro. <laughs> if they keep Tyreek and Tyreek is still as explosive and still of a game changer as he has been, like that's all that they got to keep. Yeah. They, they, just, they never really have no, well, no running back. You replace that. They just drafted one. <laughs> Your boy. Nah, if yeah, Tyree yeah, Hill, but I'm saying like, if Tyreek Hill leaves, I think they'll be fine because they got McCole Harmon. Oh, McCole Harmon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot about him. They did draft him because they, you know, Tyreek Hill was going through that situation. Yeah. 
I've seen though that like I've seen people say that Tyree Kill, I think it was Des Bryant that said it, that Tyree Kill, you can argue, is the second best player in football behind Patty Mahomes for what he does to the game. Football? Like which, football except, player? Yeah, which well, I'll accept. I ain't gonna have uh, second. Aaron Donald is the second best football player. <laughs> Thank football. you. Correction. Hey. Donald is the best football player in football. <laughs> I don't know. Hey. Say that with Mahomes doing I, all this stuff. B, so like it's different. But I, I don't, I don't know. Second, Tariq. Sec, I, I, I don't know. Donald is the most dominant football player in football right now. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I don't yeah. know about Tariq as the second. Yeah, no, just Tyreek saying I can't do that. I'll put a couple more defensive players on there before before Tyreek. No, I'm just saying it's it's an opinion that I mean I'll accept. I'll yeah, accept. yeah. As a football player, I think Chandler Jones is better. I'll tell you just just quick jab at Dira. Most overrated player in football is Mike Thomas. Just putting that out there. Oh, that's hey, okay. hey. He speaking of that, speaking of that, I'm I'm a, my life. Okay, okay. It's so I'm, overrated. All right, all right. I'm, 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 I'm going to keep it above with y'all. I'm going to keep it above with y'all. He's not Mexican. He's not better than AB. Listen, listen, listen. I'm going to keep it above with y'all. I'm going to keep it above with y'all. You're in the league. I've been the Saints fan since Deuce McAllister, okay? And Aaron Brooks. All right? I'm a realist when it comes to this, okay? Mm-hmm. Michael Thomas is on his way to be the best receiver. As long as Julio Jones is still in the league, that's not possible. Julio, one thing that Michael Thomas didn't do, that Julio did, 300 yards. Um, He's hit 250 like twice. Yeah. 10 catches, 300. And he had 300. I, I think he, he had, I think it was, he had, he had a, again, the 300 yard, but I can't. Even though I'm not, a, I hate the Falcons. Even though I hate the Falcons, Michael Thomas is on his way. I'm not gonna give it to me yet because he's still young bull. Now, for what he for what he's doing right now, he on. I'm gonna say he on his way. I'm not gonna say he's the best. I'm gonna say he on his way. He on, he on his way. We just put it this way. But look, but look, yo, he's a different receiver. He he's not gonna be a Julio. He's not gonna be um take that slant and take it to the house. That's not him. He he a big guy. But he's a number one receiver. Yeah, you gotta be able to do Every, it. Everybody number one, everybody number one receiver is different. You, you gotta look at that. Everybody number one receiver is different. Okay, he's not, he's not gonna be a hero. He never was no bow three out the gate. AB was AB wasn't. Look at him. AB's a dog. <laughs> it's not. That's not his game. Look at Tyree. He, he not. He, he not a burner. But Tyree. what he can do is catch that ball. No matter who who's in front of me. My argument yeah. to all this is always whenever people regard Michael Thomas to the level of which he thinks he is, um, if you could like if you were starting a team from scratch, you have any players available and you want to pick the first wide receiver that you had, who is the first one you would take? Now when you say wide receiver, are we talking about now or just all time? Julio Jones. Currently. It's Julio Jones and that's it. Period. I'm a Steelers fan. Even when AB was on the Steelers, it was a lot of years I said Julio's the best receiver in football. Bro, Julio is one of those dudes that you could close your eyes and not realize it. And like you said, he drops 300 on you. 
He can take over. Yeah. He had his 98-yard game in his career. Julio, Julio could take a slant to the house. He could block. Not a lot of receivers could do that. He Is took it, a screen to the house against the Eagles. He, exactly. Or no, no. He, he, he got the block. deep ball ability. <laughs> he, could, he could run the mess out of them dig routes. He could run them out. He could do everything. One-on-one? <laughs> no. Couple phone? No. But Michael Thomas is on his way. I give it a couple more years. Polish his game up just a little bit more. I'm going to say that. But he, he on his way. I'm not going to say he the best, but he on his way. When you got Drew Brees, you'll be on your way. But but Michael Thomas is a different receiver. He'll he a big body. There's three receivers better than him, but I'll wait and see. But, yeah, he'll he a big body. Keenan Allen arguably better than him, too. I love Keenan Allen. Yeah, I, I like Keenan Allen. That, that's – that's my guy. That's my guy. I'll say Devontae Adams is better than him. Oh, Devontae Adams is for sure better than him. <laughs> Devontae Adams is the best route runner in football. I say that all the time, and nobody believes me. Oh, my I'm goodness. Routes are so clean. Oh, filthy. Filthy. Bro, just, just his releases. Oh. All you got to do is look at that Seahawks game. That's all you got to do. To be honest. Yeah. Ocho Cinco said he was crying watching that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've heard. Hey, Chad, Chad, Chad was a dog. Chad was the best, best route runner. Route runner. Toes like, what? Stop on a dive? And Devontae is the second coming. Yeah. He's just a little bit bigger. He, he just Jerry, 30 more pounds than him. Jerry Judy is the closest. Jerry's move. There's a there's a lot of things like we keep on talking about that. that yeah, Jerry's move. But look, like I'm I, I love Mike. I love me some Mike Thomas. You know what I'm saying? That's my guy. That's gonna be my guy forever. I'm just gonna say he is on his way. He is on his way. Give it a couple more years. We, we we'll be able to have this conversation. But right now he 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 putting up some numbers. But Julio already got got three hundred yards. And he doesn't get hurt. Julio already got the numbers. Julio averages 98 yards a game in his career. Come on. That's all there is. But on the team he wrote, he ain't going to get a ring. I'll tell you that right now. He ain't going to get a ring with that team. Well, Atlanta's going to be good this year. Atlanta's too. They're going to be good, but they the, same, they the same old team. they the same old team. They're going to be good this Get year. to the playoffs, it's over. Nah, they're going to be good. I wouldn't say that it's over. I mean, the year after they missed the Super Bowl, they still made the playoffs and won a playoff game and arguably should have beat Philly. They should have beat Philly. They, they should. They should have. That game was disgusting. Was, look, yeah, it was a nasty game. That was a very sloppy game. But, you know. We're gonna take the NFC South once again. Hopefully, this the third, the third time the charm. Hopefully, we'll go with that dumb old hump. That I don't know why we. I can't even talk about it. Three years in a row. The uh, I always said it, and I think I said it to you guys like freshman year as well. That if that Minneapolis miracle did not happen, the Saints were winning that Super Bowl. I I still to this day believe that. We, we look. Be the, 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 the bowl, bowl. What, what year the bowl was? That was that was in uh, Houston. That's the one the um, 
Philly beat. Yeah, Philly beat New England. Oh, so that was, that was in uh yeah. In no, no, no. That one or the one with the um. Yeah, the refs. We get it. <laughs> no, no, no. Or yes, or the, that final year when the Super Bowl was in Atlanta. You had the Saints in a Falcon Stadium on a Super Bowl, and we was gonna practice in a facility. Man, hands down, we should have been in there. Hands down, it would have been a different game. It would be a different game. Don't throw that Super Bowl. The only thing I'll say about that is they had first possession OT. That's all I'll say about that. Don't throw. Yeah, listen, I, I say it for right now. As soon as that thing, as soon as that thing happened, we got in overtime. I was like, that's wraps. Yeah. I get the it. energy, energy gone. The energy gone. But not nah, we. Yeah, we we should have been there. And then just last year, goddamn PJ, goddamn PJ. I knew y'all was gonna win that game. <laughs> I knew God it. Dang, that game was ugly. That game was ugly the whole time. That game was ugly. It was disgusting to see. But, hey, if we have a season this year, hey, who knows? If yeah, it was. High schools around the country are canceling seasons. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, Florida, they voted today to keep their high school sports on schedule. Yeah. Texas. CIF voted yesterday, I think, that they were going to keep – they're pushing all sports to December. So, like, I'll use specifically cross-country and track. Like, cross-country is going to start in December and March 20th. The state meet being March 20th, and then the state track meet would be July, June, like 27th, something like yeah, that. Oh. Everything that far back. And, but they also said that if you're like in up north towards like Oregon, which I think is a little more of the lower case count, like you are almost able to race amongst the teams up there like pretty earlier than that, I think. Yeah, in Georgia, uh, we have some powerhouse football teams that they had to wrap up their practice because somebody, you know, was positive for COVID. So I don't know if they back to resume or not, but it's quite a few schools that that's not practicing. So, yeah, and, and looking too good over here for, as far as football. Other sports, I, I, I'm, they, haven't, they haven't said anything yet. Football, yeah, it ain't going to happen in Georgia. Stay home, stay home, stay home, wear a mask. Stay safe, man. Just wear a mask, man. Yeah. Don't be bigger than this virus because it's going to get you. Football could wait. Your life is more important than this. Oh. Your life yeah. is more important than sports. Yeah. Stay home. Wear a mask. Hey, just take this year. It's a, a year where ain't nobody banging up on your body. You be healthy. Just, just, just be smart. Don't be going out here to the beaches and the malls, like not worth going to. It's it's not worth it. It's really not. I think that's definitely. I mean, that almost can be something. I mean, we're we're running pretty long here. Uh, that can be one of the closing things we kind of talk on is, yeah, everybody just gotta stay safe out there. Like we talk about, wear a mask. It. Everybody says if everybody does their part, everybody wears masks, everybody still social distance. This thing can be running to the ground six to eight weeks. Which I know seems like a long time as well, but hell, we thought six to eight weeks before in March was going to take forever, and rather it didn't. Look at us, it's almost August. And we was on track until people started going out, but then boom, it got pushed back later. So 
the more we keep going out, the more time it's going to get pushed back. Governors open up early and staying open. And now you're seeing California that just reclosed. It's like, even though it still doesn't feel like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Counties reissuing stay at home orders, even though people are not following them. Curfews finna come up. Man, just, just take 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 this take this COVID very serious. You become the laughing stock of the world. Cause a lot of people are dying from this. I was so. talking to I think I talked to Jemima last week, who's from Australia. And like even I talked to her about it, because I heard where she's from. She's from Melbourne. And I think Melbourne got put on lockdown. But even yeah. she, like it's nothing it's nothing compared to the excuse my language, the shit show going on here. So Oh, when they on lockdown, oh, they they catch them. They're on lockdown. I thought they get locked up. Well, what happened? I thought they opened back up. They may have, but I I do recall that they did get put on lockdown recently. But yeah, yeah. The, these other countries just don't play. We just act like it's flu or or cold. Just don't just don't take it serious. They think they. Oh, this is taking away my amendment rights. It has nothing to do with that. It's not, it's not taking away your freedom. This virus is is serious. It's killing people out here. You know, while some may not have symptoms, your your grandparents, you know, your young ones, newborns, they can easily get it. So, I mean, we just gotta t- take our pride to the side and just this is this is a serious issue. We all do what we know we have to do. It's not hard. It's not no complicated thing. You know, just we do that, then this virus is going to go away like that. Yeah, your life is more important than anything short-term you about to do or want to do. Stay home. It's not that hard. Please. And if you do, if you face the decision that you want to go out, just wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Keep your distance. Keep your hand sanitized with you at all times. If you got to put gloves on, put gloves on. I don't care when you're pumping your gas. Just <laughs> don't, don't take no risks. Don't, don't take no risks. I think uh, with that, I mean, this kind of allows us to kind of close this. I mean, kind of like we said, hope everybody's staying safe. We want to thank everybody for tuning in now, tuning in the last couple episodes. We want to thank, especially last episode, I hope you guys tune in to Dunford. Oh, great guy. Love that guy. Hope you guys love him as much as we did. Um, You know, hope you enjoyed our discussion on a lot of things in sports today. Even our rambling down at how overrated Mike Thomas is. Glad you stuck by that. Ha! Ha! Uh, That's my guy, though. That's still my guy. (laughs) We hope you're looking forward to NBA, NFL, everything restarting as much as we are. And uh, with that, we hope to see you next week. See you. Hello.